everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the Good Bad Gang. It's your girl LD. It's your boy Sos. How you doing? Doing good, doing good. So yeah, before we carry on, apparently some people weren't too happy with um the weed podcast. <gasps> but here's the thing, like we can only speak based on what we know. You know, so obviously there are people out there who have like different weed stories or stories about weed messing up like lives of people close to them. But I don't have those stories, unfortunately. So, you know, I can't say that this is what it has done or what it hasn't done. So no offense to anyone out there who felt slighted or who felt like we weren't treating it with the levity that it deserved. But, you know, if you have something to say, then comment, put it on Instagram or you can comment on SoundCloud or Twitter does. Just let us know where you're feeling, you know, and then we'll take it from there. Uh, I want to thank everybody for all the feedback from uh, the last two podcasts, um, the Domestic Violence podcast and also the um, the Weed podcast. And obviously, I think what we actually want is for the conversation to continue when the, once the podcast is done. So actually, we welcome um, deferring views and... Um, so let your voice be heard, like comments on the post. Let us know what your own experiences are and let the dialogue continue. So we appreciate the feedback, um, good and bad, right? Like you said, you know, we can only speak from our own experiences. So, you know, if you have a, a different experience, different viewpoints, uh, comment on uh, Twitter, comment on uh, Instagram and let's have that conversation. We love it. So uh, I just want to thank everybody for uh, listening and uh, there seems to be like lots of um, conversation around those two podcasts, so we kind of like that. So uh, we'll try to keep, keep keep giving you guys what you want. Um, I don't know if I heard anything about the domestic violence podcast that that I don't even know what word to use. I mean, it's my story, and that's what happened to me. Obviously, everyone's situation is different. I'm not gonna make up a story or you know act like some kind of way about it i just said what happened and psh, there you have it you know obviously there are other women who are going through different stuff and their situation is definitely different no two situations are the same so you know it is what it is and, and uh, i don't know the comments i'm getting from it just people talking about you know how pervasive the, it is so what people experienced around them so I'm not sure uh, about the opinions per se. It's more people just relating to it and, like, you know, just saying, okay, wow, what's the story? And kind of like, let's get it stopped. Anyway, so this week, or not just this week, you know, it's been crazy all over the world with hurricanes, floods, everything. It just seems like a disaster. I know we have some listeners in Florida. We hope you are safe. You know, if you need to be evacuated to a shelter, please get there as soon as possible. Our heart goes out to everyone in the Caribbean, in Houston, you know, even in Benue here, there's been a flooding and so many people have been displaced. I remember... Um, the estimates about like 100,000 people. Yeah, I remember like um, a couple of us in the travel community were talking about trying to send you know some sort of aid to them this was last week we we're actually discussing it even though we haven't figured out how we're gonna get it there we're probably just gonna go through um someone who's already going there but it's a serious situation and we just honestly we just hope that everyone keeps safe and that the government responds as quickly as they should 
and you know has is one thing to respond but to actually have what you need you know yeah. to help everyone is also another yeah, different i think situation. they've already dropped the ball to the respondent part already and you know one thing with natural disasters and stuff is one thing one is just like unforeseen stuff and we love stuff with the benway stuff was people building their houses and structures on flood plains and stuff like that where you're not supposed to be building those kind of structures and obviously we have the whole problem of littering and garbage blocking drainages and stuff which obviously compounded the situation of uh, when the river benway um, over flood is um, banks which is the cause of the flooding I mean, and shout out to our Nigerian celebrities. They're really like, they're really trying to help. I know that Two Faced is from there, so you know this is really close on to his, home. Yeah, it's really close to home for him. So he's been rallying people. People have been donating money, actors, actresses, musicians. So it's really good to see people, you know, just join forces. Accounts have been opened so people can donate money. Like I said, in the travel community, we're also trying to see what we can do for them we're thinking of sending like material stuff you know just so that they get what they need yeah and like you said the main thing i hope we get to the people we don't want it to be like um the dates that's why we're actually wary about asking for money in the travel community because we're like we don't want a situation where people now start thinking that you know and of course we're going to send the money somewhere and we don't know that the money is going to get Mm. there so you know we're like let's just look at material stuff clothes you know yeah. that kind of thing so we know that we're yeah well, even the clothes you know there was this market where that clothes that actually donated for the displaced people in the um, from the Boko Haram fight where they were actually selling them right and these clothes were meant for the displaced mm-hmm. people so even material stuff like that can get in the wrong hands but that shouldn't discourage anybody from you know trying to help and you know just try to donate to the most reputable agencies that you can and funny enough our nigerians to be very aware of um i know we just have harvey and from what i was reading the estimate about five hundred thousand cars are going to be like in the scrap from the flooding so i'm i'm almost positive that a lot of nigerian businessmen right now on their way to houston and a lot of those cars are going to end up in the nigerian in the nigerian markets mm. Hopefully not, because, yeah, that's a disaster. Yeah, but there's nothing, funny enough, there's nothing illegal about replaying a flawed car, just that the title of the car should say, you know, Previously damaged or previously in a flood. Exactly, but obviously we know it's not going to happen over here. So, uh, as I said, we we already know it's coming, right? So, I guess... They'll just repaint the car, make everything look all nice and good, and come and sell it. Yeah, so we know that is happening for sure, for sure. Those flood cars are coming our way. But on the road, though, everyone, everywhere, just be safe. Because I don't even know. Some people might even be in the Caribbean listening to us. So, so it's not like we're just focusing on you know our Florida listeners or something. Wherever you are, just keep safe. Just make sure you're out of harm's way. If you need to be evacuated, please, you know go on time find a shelter near you just keep safe please yeah scary times exactly life is more important so i saw this article yesterday or day before yesterday i can't remember my brother sent it to me anyway and it was some girl ironically i think this girl actually schooled um in england or america i'm not sure but it just felt like she was attacking people 
who just moved back so you know in nigeria call them ijgbs i just got back and you start with saying they're all over the happening lounges clubs and eateries in lagos and abuja they're still trying to keep up appearances while pretending that they're sitting in starbucks in manhattan you can't miss them they're quick to engage you about life in new york or la or any backwater town in the u.s they have lived in while punctuating their discussion with it's so freaking hot i just came back and when i came back i didn't even finish the article before i thought what is wrong with this girl and it's not just this girl i feel like in nigeria there's this whole battle between people who schooled abroad and people who schooled in nigeria what i don't get is my reality is my reality your reality is your reality i remember when i first moved back i was one of those people who always complained that it was hot because i genuinely felt it was hot is it a sin to say like i'm hot you know and then it apparently now turned into a oh all they know is that it's hot it's hot but that's how i feel it's hot you're used to a certain condition and then you move into a place that is humid aren't you gonna complain that it's hot i don't, I don't really understand also she said okay maybe people do throwing words like when i just got back or i just got back but here's the thing sometimes conversations lead up to things like that so once in a while i'm having a conversation with someone and then the next thing they say the conversation is going fine you know and the next thing they say where did you school and i'm thinking okay why why is this important but i've noticed that once i mention where i schooled it becomes awkward and I've never understood why. Why 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 does it become awkward? You know, so it feels like sometimes people are just out to say that people who didn't school here or people who lived abroad most of their lives and finally moved back have a certain way of behaving. And I don't know that that's true. Unfortunately, what do you think? Yeah, so Rosen, I read the article through when you sent when you sent it to me and um the i guess you could take it like the author was kind of bitter or something like that but the way i read it was like i read it as a writer trying to provoke conversation so she took it way left right nobody cares about the middle yeah that goes extreme right or extreme left so she went real negative with it and painted the stereotype i'll say of um of the ijgb right i just got back mm-hmm. which in some situations i guess it's kind of true there are are people like that who will not let you forget that they just got back and every conversation every internet was oh in america we do this and that can be very annoying right so i get that but obviously nobody likes to be painted with a broad brush right there are some people who school abroad you meet them it never comes up in conversation if there was no reason for you to go there right so so there's that balance and nuance where not everybody is you know uh oh it's so hot but the truth is hot even Nigerians would say it's hot so that one's a little bit everybody yes yeah, so i don't know why she was bitching about why she i don't know why she had to put that why i don't even get it so she said things like they wear their college rings is it a scene to wear your college ring is it no is it a scene i don't understand i used money to buy my college ring and now you are angry at me for wearing my own college ring i mean if unilag had a college ring would we be upset that people who went to unilag are wearing their college rings like do you get what i'm saying why is it always a problem when someone who schooled abroad is doing something but if someone who schooled here is doing the exact same thing then it's kind of looked over 
like I said, she was painting. She was painting a specific stereotype, right? And the thing is, like I said, even me, I find those people annoying. Those people that are always, always so hot all the time. You just come every little thing in America, in America. Obviously, it can get annoying. They can say I can rub people the wrong way. Even me, sometimes all these um, OAPs on the radio who will be blasting some American pseudo British accent. I'm like, just talk normal. Let's you know. All that is even that even that I find annoying with me personally. So I I can I get it how it can be annoying, but as I said, we have to we have to think about it this way. People can only speak about their experiences, right? So when sometimes you, yeah, in a conversation people are talking about Aluta and the riot during school time about how professor and lecturer, and when they're having that conversation, you have to be quiet. Because she didn't school in Nigerian school, so you don't have those experiences. So at that point in time, you're actually the awkward person now because you can't contribute to that experience, right? And most people, their formative years, uh, high school, secondary school, and college, that's what people talk about. That's what we make a lot of their good friends. So obviously, your point of reference is also in college, in college. So obviously, if you school that, bro, that's your reference point. So that's what you most likely talk about. So it's an, so it's the same thing. Another analogy I even use is like, a person that went to boarding school and a person that went to day school. Even in Nigeria, it's two different experiences. Me that went to boarding house and somebody that was a day student, we had two different secondary school experiences. And when we discuss secondary school life, we're going to see it from two different lenses because he, he wasn't a boarder. Okay, so I'm, you know what? I'm just going to bring it back to her article, right? First of all, it's funny because the IJGB term was actually used for people who are coming home for Christmas holiday, right? It was actually never used for people who had officially moved back. Because you know when you see your friends um, during the holiday, because there's always an exodus of um, students during Christmas into Nigeria, right? Mm -hmm. So the term everyone always used, and it was never even to like other people be like, oh, so when did you come home for Christmas? No, when did you come? And you're like, oh, I just got back. Do you get what I'm saying? So it was actually always used for people who came home on holiday it even became a running joke that people who had moved back would also use that term you know they'd be like oh the IJGBs are just coming are, are going to be here soon do you get what i'm saying but then all of a sudden this term now got used for everyone who schooled abroad and the thing is people might not realize but now some people are actually being shamed people actually don't want to say that they schooled abroad for fear of being looked at funny. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I remember doing NYSC, um, a girl I know, she was in camp. So they were all discussing. And they were like, oh yeah, so you, what school did you go to? She schooled in London. She went to Imperial. This girl said, oh, I went to University of Unsuka. Like, I mean, she was just lucky that there was no one in that circle who went there. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. But she, some people are actually shamed now into denying that they schooled abroad for fear of they cannot speak about their reality or they cannot do anything without anyone looking at them that far. honestly like i said earlier sometimes i'm having conversations with people and it's going really well till it gets to where did you school and i'll be honest sometimes i mumble i'm like yeah i want to university i can't hear you i'm like i'm literally mumbling because i'm like by the time i say it it's going to become awkward do you get what i'm saying and then all of a sudden things that they did not find to be strange do you get what i'm saying right. now because they're like oh no wonder that's why do you understand something you didn't even complain about are there people who move back and are annoying yes but here's the thing even people who go on holiday say things like in america in spain in england in dubai 
somebody goes on holiday for two weeks and the next thing they, they've never even they didn't school there as in the school in nigeria do you get what i'm saying and then they come back and they say ah in dubai this is how they do things how come no one is saying anything about that at the end of the day you're always going to reference something do you get if i grew up somewhere and i come back that's going to be my reference point and then she said something about sometimes we seem surprised that nigeria has moved on with its life so if at the age of 15 i was in nigeria and there was no brt and i move back at the age of 25 for instance and i see brt is it a scene to say oh wow there are actually buses here do you get what i'm saying mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it just it's all about how you say it but there's nothing wrong if i go back to london today and i see something new i'm gonna be like oh wow so this is here now is that on honestly a bad thing Obviously, is that, it's not, it's is not, that honestly a bad thing to to be surprised that something is not the way you left it yeah obviously it's not a bad thing like i said like a lot of times you can always speak from experience right and i think sometimes people misjudge this stuff right because the same experiences that you can get from saying schooling abroad just like i think we, you were pointing that you can get from travel exactly right so somebody that uh, travels to houston spends a little bit of time houston comes back can also have that experiences and you can have that talking point i think sometimes the issue with this is um is all about being left out right it's just the same way that girl right was afraid of being left out right so she, she scored in, in suka versus essentially imperial is like an ivy league school it in the is, uk right yes yeah so so and honestly if you were in the uk you'd be proud to say you went to imperial right but but everybody wants to be part of the tribe right so so if if you substitute that the other way around right so maybe the person at school in nigeria is not hanging out with people um, mm-hmm. from the abroad so to speak right now they feel like the outcast or whatever when just people are telling their stories but you cannot blame them as i was saying before you can only speak of your experience if everybody like i said if i'm in the same group of people all this all school in Suka and they're telling their war stories and i didn't go to Suka, i'm out of the i'm out of the bunch i'm not going to um castigate them or look at them that treated me funny because i don't have that experience the same thing to if these people went to houston i will talk about houston if you travel to houston and get those same experiences you can join in the conversation it doesn't change because you don't you didn't and you know what there. you school in america i've never felt some type of way when you're referencing something in america do you know what i'm saying i don't think i reference anything in america oh, please the houston the wings in houston what wings i don't mention anything I don't mention my nothing. point is I'm just trying to draw a point that I don't feel some type of way about Ma, it. Yeah, yeah. Can, he, he couldn't even say that, right? I'm, I'm, I'm not your runner. But then it, it, it sounded like she was being spiteful because then she said many did not return because they love Nigeria, but because of one or all of the following reasons. They did not get the jobs they thought they would get with a Western degree. They had immigration challenges. They were blackmailed to return by aging parents with dwindling resources who were tired of paying for a lifestyle that did not seem to be taken. I did not have immigration challenges. Yeah, but this is true for some people. She said many. She did not. That, that, that's the problem with her article. She said many. I did not have immigration challenges. I was not blackmailed into moving back. Mm. Do you get what? Like, t- see when you're writing an article it's fine like there will, i don't think a lot of people would have a problem with this article if she wasn't generalizing things and writing many of them men there are actually people who genuinely wanted to move back 
if she if she wrote it that way, we won't be discussing it. Exactly. So that's my point. So, so and then she now said another thing is um people who are offended by the salaries that they get offered here, right? Mm-hmm. So imagine I was working for Deloitte in England and I was getting a certain amount. Then I move back to Nigeria and someone is offering me another amount. Obviously, on instinct, you're going to um convert it to whatever your earning was the code was where you're coming from. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So this is a bit of a slap on the face where you realize ah, this is way less than what I was earning. Do you get? Of course, Nigeria is a different society where if you get a job, you're happy. But the truth is, initially, you're not actually going to realize that it's luck to get a job. Do you understand? I mean, of course, somebody who understands the market and sees a job that is paying them 250k would be like, but what I don't even understand is I've seen Nigerian graduates who are also not about that life of collecting a certain amount of money. They are offering me this. I'm not going to collect it. Who actually goes to school to hustle to be collecting, you know, some ridiculous amount of money? I mean, can you imagine if you were earning like $1,000 in the US per month? Of course, I'm not saying this is what people are earning. And you come back to Nigeria, somebody is offering you something that when you convert it, it's $300. Let's be honest. Initially, you'd be like, "What the yeah, hell?" But the point is, I think the point of the point of the person who says that go back and collect that thousand and don't come and grumble and bitch about the three hundred. If you had it so good over there, why did no, you come back and come bitch about is, it? It is instincts to grumble when stuff are not. Look, I'm not defending anyone. Don't get me wrong. Do you get? But okay, it's like when you are looking for another job. Let me put it that way. So I used to work here and I was earning a certain amount. When you're going for an interview for a new place and they ask you how much do you want to earn, do you tell them less than what you were earning before? Of course not. Exactly. You don't tell them less than what you were earning before. And usually, your new employer tries to match at least what you were earning before. Do you get what I'm saying? So that's why I said it's obviously a bit of a what's going on here when they convert it. Do you understand? But of course, when you understand Nigerian realities, you take the job. But I'm saying you cannot blame anyone for initially being taken aback. Now, for those who actually insist on not taking the job and are jobless for the longest time, psh, well, me, I don't even understand, you know, what's going on with that. But I'm just saying your reality is your reality. Imagine if my parents got upset at me for complaining that it was too hot when I moved back. But it was genuinely too hot. I mean, it wasn't something that I was saying all the time. But then that means that I've gotten crucified because I feel like it was hot. I, I feel like that's unfair. And I remember somebody in the comment section wrote... There are so many articles um, criticizing people who just got back or who just moved back. But how come no one is speaking for the people who moved back about how they are always generalized and put into one um, narrative by people who schooled here? Right. As I said, she's painting a certain stereotype, right? Like the picture she painted this article. There are people exactly like this, right? Yeah, that's what I said. Definitely, there are people yeah, like so, that. Yeah, uh, so obviously, obviously, everybody wants to fight back against the stereotype, right? This person does not describe you, right? They don't describe a whole bunch of other people that you know. Does she describe you? Maybe not. Maybe. My point is that there's a lot of truth in this. And there are some people like this kind of person that are describing annoys me too. Um, and and annoys me too sometimes, kind of people. So. There's some jealousy in it, some backbiting in it. Like I said, it's uh, 
it's a stereotype and some truth like with every stereotype there's some truth in it but you never want to paint everybody with a broad br with a broad um brush right so it's 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 it's, it's what it's what it is um, I, I as i said i took it the way that the author is trying to create conversation if she went with a balanced nuanced article we'll be talking about it but she went she went uh, so hard like another thing is like what they do does not really disturb her life right however they want to live their life he said life is hard enough in nigeria without them making it harder on themselves by being under so much pressure to keep up appearances where this returnees where these returnees do what sorry my ipad went black i was reading the stuff uh where these returnees are now is not where they probably thought they will be at this time but life is in stages and things can change at any time with the right mindset one can achieve that good life in nigeria even better than those abroad live according to what you have make the best of the bad situation bad in quotes rather than spending all time faking it for you st still in diaspora pity them sympathize with them but never laugh at them as you never know when it will be your turn to become an i just got back to so obviously I think the conclusion of it too is kind of like what is there to pity them or sympathize them but don't do there's not however they are living their life they're living their life it has nothing to do with you it's not for you to pity them for right if they think it's hot it's hot you know so and i think a lot of times too if people look at it the other way a lot of the um quote-unquote bringing their abroad to nigeria are done by the um i just got back people there are a lot of people coming back. Are enjoying it. Yeah, a lot of people coming back, setting up industries, setting up enterprises, and uh, you know, achieving the mm -hmm. the Nigerian dream. I don't know what that is, but I guess that's the Nigerian dream is to have generator, two cars, travel abroad for summer, and when your child finishes secondary school, you send them abroad for university. Okay, so that's that's the, the Nigerian dream in a nutshell. You, you heard it from LD. That's the Nigerian dream. So they are just back and achieve that too just like anybody mm -hmm. just like any other nigerian and just like what we were saying about the salary you know because i was trying to articulate it but i just there was a commenter who pretty much just broke it down the person wrote 250k is approximately 526 pounds per month you can't live on that in the uk except you're getting council benefits and i doubt their council benefit is as generous as some other european countries so that money will be hard to live on in the uk but you might be able to in nigeria depending on where you live and what resources you have or what you are willing to adapt to some people can jump on down for cultural shock so you know i'm taking the first half of this comment what this person said is right 250k right now is 526 pounds there were some people who collected 500 pounds for pocket money while i was in uni do you get what i'm saying so when you offer that person that as a salary of course it's a bit of a cultural shock yeah but when, they, when they convert it so you're, you're playing you're playing into the uh, into no, the reader that's going here listen to what i'm saying i said when they convert it based on the salary they used to earn there obviously they need to reorganize their mind and realize that 250k in Nigeria is different. That's what I'm saying. You're playing. You that's what I'm saying. You're playing. No, I'm saying you can't blame people for being shocked. I have friends who have refused to move back because what they are being offered here, when they convert it to their salary there, they feel like it's way lower. But that's the woman's point. Like to be that person and just stay there, since you since you can do the conversation over there and come back here and be shocked about it. Exactly. So, but what I'm saying is, is it is it a sin for you to feel like okay, no, I feel like I won't hire. 
No, there's not my a, salary. No, that's a, once you go into a job, there's a point where you negotiate your salary. I always want to ask for as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Obviously, but obviously... And she knew what she was saying, because even when you read the article, she, she was like, that was... When she was talking about the person that did the 250K, right? She said that was because he was converting the 250K to dollars. And she wrote, that also would not have made sense to me if I was in his shoes. So she knows, she knows, but my point now. She's saying the person should know better himself. If you're living in the America to come to Nigeria to come and settle down, right? You do your research. I just going to jump from America and come to Nigeria, go for a job no, and be sure. You do your research there. first and you know what you're going to, you, you know what you're coming see, to do, you know what they pay. I feel like, so that's, that's the point she's making. Let me tell you something. I feel like when I moved back and I was asking around about salaries, I heard so many different things. So people went, ah, if you're any salary of 100K, be grateful to God. And people went, ah, nothing less than 200K. So sometimes you don't even know what it should be. Do you understand what I'm saying? Some people fail to tell you, obviously, that it depends on the industry. Generally, people who feel, who have heard that, as long as you're any 100K, you're fine. Do you get what I'm saying? And the people who have heard that, ah, if it's less than 200K, don't collect it. So, even with the research, it also depends on who you're speaking to. What if everyone in your circle is earning 300K and above? That's what you're going to base it on. That's fine now, but I'm just saying that she's painting no, a I'm picture based with the research. If in my office, for instance, there are people who earn more than me, and they're not schooling their abroad, so we can't always look at things like that. And th- there's something that you said that people have said to me repeatedly you get the salary you negotiate, not the salary that you actually deserve sometimes, apart from places where, like. There's yeah, no money, there's no money. Yeah, the, the point is this, right? I know somebody went for an interview, right? He, everything went well. They said, how much do you want? He says he wants 400K. Everybody in the room started laughing. The guy's looking, why is everybody laughing? The guy interviewed him, who is the manager, said, I don't earn 400K. So how am I going to give you 400K? Interview over, everybody left. Job non, job non-starter, right? So obviously there problems and circumstances so you yeah that's what i said except for the circumstances but i'm talking based on when you said research obviously if you're asking everyone in your second they say oh i end this i end that do you understand you're going to walk into an interview thinking that's what you should demand for like i said earlier i'm not saying that they're not people like this who feel like they can't earn a certain amount or whatever and obviously it comes with um what's the word it comes with a preset uh, mind right that's what I'm saying. She's, 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 she, as i said she's right kind of a stereotype of the i just got back dummy that doesn't know what's going on in nigeria right mm. so that's the that's the picture that's the caricature she's painting in this writing and you just have to take it on this merits but obviously what we're just saying here is that this is a caricature that's what we're trying to point out there yeah, I just got back of different, you know, different, um, how do I put it, dimensions. Like me too, I know me if somebody is schooled in Nigeria first degree, it goes abroad for one, for one so year, six months, or six months, one year. It comes back and the person has Polish, British accent and it's like, um, 
have a tea with the queen. Can I have a you beer? You're taking it too far. So, I so I'm saying somebody somebody who, that, that's a bit much, isn't it? I met someone who went on holiday to Dubai and came back with a British accent. You don't see me crucifying that person. And that person, that was their first time leaving the country. That's what I'm saying. So, see, I, I can see how that can be annoying. I want to use a lot of OAPs annoying me with their funny accents. You know, they just speak regular. Where we can all understand each other. Right? Mm-hmm. So I said it's a caricature they painting and I get it. Anyway, so I just feel like it's a shame that now some of some people feel too ashamed to actually say that they schooled in the Obodo just because of fear of being judgmental. I, I said judgmental <laughs> fear of being judged. Yeah, um being judged was the word. Yeah, being judged, that's it. Yeah, being judged unfairly. No, I was gonna say unfairly, yeah. you know. Um I remember there was another girl, her name is Lola, she sent me a Zikoko article about when people find out that you just moved back you know things like this salary thing Ah, uh-uh, what do you need plenty money for shemi daddy is sponsoring you or you you want to enter down for this 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 okay you, you know there's already a stereotype in your head or in their head so oh you you eat amala i sure it's not burgers and fries you want to eat you know random shit and she's like she could relate to it and she's just thinking at the end of the day you know i used to live in this country before i actually went my sense did not just disappear you know when i moved away yeah i know there are some companies you know. like all the smaller service companies or whatever it is in the oil industry they will not hire somebody from the abroad or so school abroad because they say this person does not have the the grit to you know work in this nigerian system in a year or two you you might be gone i rather get a nigerian guy that i know You'll be here forever and yeah, ever, and quote unquote. Is, so, as I said, it's, there's a stereotype out there. She played to that stereotype, and that's you know, that's that's it, man. That's, yeah. That's the way it or they'll is. be saying, "Oh, you do not to cook amala." Then when you finally cook, they'll be like, "Hmm, interesting." It's just very annoying, you get. But yeah. yeah, you know, whatever. It's just it is what it is. Another thing that I find annoying is when people try to tell you what you like or what you don't like. So in my church group. We were discussing dating and there is young games in the group and they're talking about how when they're going out on dates you know you have to spend 20k or 10k 10k or whatever inshallah like, dates are so expensive now in nigeria so a couple of us were now telling them no you can do this you can have a picnic in the park why not just go for walks you know and of course it sounded so again it sounded like mm, you invoke girls the ones that's good in um in the abroad they are coming here to come and tell us their own rubbish you know that kind of thing like here it's all dinners and movies again another stereotype that nigerian girls only like to go out for dinner lunch or go to the cinema so you know someone i said oh picnic in this nigeria and i'm like yeah i've had a picnic in nigeria and i'm like for those who live in abuja you should go to millennium park like when i went there there were people having picnics anyway so i just discussing right now you know sharing some nuggets someone was like oh there's this picnic as anonymous it's 500 naira per person if you like take food if you like don't take food but you're watching movies like outside in the park blah 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 and then someone else was like yeah the problem is that girls already nigerian girls apparently already have um an idea in their head of what dating should be and what romance should be so obviously when you're trying to introduce all these creative things it's they're not interested anyway it was all fun and games till someone came and said if you are listening to these girls, if you like, don't carry your 20k when you are going out. Look at this LD now. I trying to tell me that if you are um, going out with LD, you will not carry 20k. I beg go. She's the kind of person that will um that would that will say that someone's paroles 
was not good enough for her or something and i'm thinking what the hell is this person saying and then it felt like the person was trying to pick up pick on me and i'm like what is going on so this person trying to imply that you look at someone like ld and you want to take her out to less than 10k i remember somebody in the group said what is on her face that dictates that she wants to go on a date that is 10k or more and it made me realize that in nigeria i don't know about other countries i'm thinking about my reality right now people assume that every girl wants the same generic dates dinner at eco hotel dinner at churrasco's lunch at knock movie um you know go to the beach in some expensive yachts and i'm just wondering what happened to just doing the simple things I think what I'll address first before we get into the personal part of it and what is in your face that they have to hold. To me, that's a compliment, right? For people to think that, you know, you have to spend money a certain... And it depends how you want to look at it. No, it depends how you want to look at it because then on some level, it makes you sound like some stock-up, bougie... Yeah, but it's like... It's, it's, this is what I want to say. You can't have champagne taste on a beer budget, right? So... It's true to take a girl out in Nigeria is expensive. There's a limited amount of things you can really do. Go to the movies, go eat somewhere nice, and all the places nice are usually in VI. Food is probably overrated, prices are probably high because it's VI, it's expensive. You're not just paying for the food, you're paying for yeah, the it's Victoria Island. Yeah, it's Victoria Island, Ikoi. You're not just paying for the food, you're paying for the air conditioning, you're paying for the ambience, you're paying because it's VI, right? You just you're just paying for those kind of stuff. So it's always expensive. And I said, you know, to me sometimes you're paying takeout prices and it's they're calling that labeling is fine dining. So it's just expensive taking out the girls out in Nigeria for this kind of stuff. Like I said now, I'm gonna make a generalization. And are there girls in Nigeria that will fancy the alternative type date picnic the, the, are they nigerian girls that like flowers yeah they're probably there but the majority 99.9 percent don't give them flower don't give them no picnic where mosquito is biting them and ants is crawling and they're chasing away fly away from their food they don't want none of that nonsense take them to a cool hotel What's the name of that restaurant that's on top of the roof there? You know, take them somewhere nice. That's what they want. You know, they don't want any rubbish um, picnic or whatever something. And if you think about it, the cheapest thing to do, say you want to go to the movies. Let's say you want to go to IMAX, right? See a nice. How much is a ticket at IMAX? You no, know, that like five k, five k times two. That's ten k. And you guys don't know anything to eat yet. So just to go see a movie can run you almost 15,000. It doesn't say go see a regular movie, 1515, 3K, popcorn, call 2K, that's what, like 5K, right? Something like that, just to go watch a movie. Right? Even more than that. Then why can't you go to the regular cinema? Here's the thing. That's I, what I, I just got to the regular I, cinema, 1515, it's, it's not 20K now. It's not 20K. The, the, the guy was pretty much saying that you need a minimum of 20K. So here's the thing. And this is what a couple of us um, girls were trying to tell the young guys on the group. We're like, what you start today, we continue. So if you start out by taking her to a signature restaurant in a hotel, please believe that you're going to continue like that. And God help you. I actually hope that you have a job that is allowing you to take her out 
that often to fancy places because if you're doing it because you're just trying to show off i'm sorry like that's what i'm saying now so you cannot have champagne taste with beer money but you know what's funny people look at people with champagne taste but sometimes they like the simplest things. They may not oh, get tired of my, eating. Oh my goodness. Look, um, you, you, you see this IG honey, right? Slay mama, slay queen on Instagram. You see all her photos. You see that her hair. That Malaysian hair that you know we should regulate everything. You see every picture of food she's snapping. And you want to say, oh, let's go to mama put. How to know? You just leave that one judgely alone. You're not going to date her now be complaining that when she wants to go to knock when she wants to go to well, you know what so, you know what you can't, this, you can't do there's that there's this new you show you find the girl that likes martina there, and, and meat pie there's and, this and, new and, show and relax yourself there's this new show by nigerian guys because apparently there are too many shows by nigerian girls talking about their feelings and guys do this so there's a new show by um i can't remember his name diolu adefarasi so it's meant to be like a barbershop type of um conversation conversation so you know how you go get your hair cut and you guys are talking so they're going to discuss everything that they feel like men go through and the first episode just came out and it was it was about this actually and i remember so they had links i don't know if you guys know links links is an artist and they had an actor i mean these are people who have the money to be taking girls out all the time and the guy said the same money that you used to woo the girl another man with more money will come and collect her from you so if it's your money or you're taking her to fancy restaurants that you think is going to keep her then good luck with you and it's also the reason why you should not be chasing stay mamas or ig honeys a lot of them can't even some of them can't even afford the lifestyle that they're trying isn't to that the point portray. i'm making that's the point i'm making you have to cut your coat according to your size you cannot be dating a certain so kind of girl and expecting something different date, you know there are people who have dated nice girls girls way above their pay grade and it has worked it's all about what uh, you want and it's all about how you're chasing the person I in don't, my I don't, opinion i don't know i don't so, know about that it's true so, so you think like every girl i'm, I'm, not, I'm not going to i'm not going to date dj copy now and i'll be carrying her to um, mega chicken every girl who is married now or is dating now is dating you think that every single girl now is dating a guy who is on the same level with her let's be honest you really think so no obviously but no, it, like but you really that's what this is why we generalizing but, but, this whole thing now you, you, see you, you just had a problem with somebody generalizing that's my something. point now if you want to talk about this i have to be real there are always exceptions but that's why sometimes with all these things, well, that that truth in stereotypes, that's an exception. Because you are the one girl that likes flower, I'm not going to base the world. Yeah, I don't like flowers. <laughs> so you see, we're not going to base the world around your your own revolution. Oh, because I don't, of, I don't even know because, if I like flowers. Because you are that one person that likes flowers. No, see, and like I, I said majority see, of girls don't like flowers. There's something what that they the want you to buy for them is iPhone 8 see, or an iPad. Like I, if you can't get any of those things, they don't want any you other. You guys rubbish. hear me say it on this podcast all the time. He's not your daddy and it's not your uncle so let that go but here's the thing and, and it's what i said on the group i was like oh sorry oh mister you've dated all the one million girls in lagos so obviously you would know that that's what every girl in lagos wants and you know what's funny this guy came behind my back and told me that actually the girl that he's married to on their first date he took her to the shrine i'm like so why are you saying bullshit on the group like why so even the guy you're married to it's not as if you're taking her for expensive dates and whatnot you're just on the group to cause trouble as i said you cut your coat according to your size and i mean his girl is well she's not the poorest person in the world let's put it that way 
I, I know the girl he's married to. So why why was he not trying to make it seem like? See, it's not about rich or poor. It's about taste. It, it's not about taste. It's not rich or poor. It's about if you're dating a certain girl, these are certain things that she likes. Then that's it. That's so it, that, that means a poor girl can like lobster. Then of course that you just you just use your mouth to say a lot of these slave mamas don't have money. They don't like they don't have money, but there's certain thing that they want. And if you cannot give them that, they will not date you. Because some girls they have a principle. I know I'm not dating a guy. I'm not dating a guy without a car. So you want her to be jumping the bus? So that's my point. <laughs> well, I, well, I'm joking. No, please. it's true. It's true. There's some girls. There's some girls that will not date a guy without a car. There's some girls that should, a girl might have a car. I should might still date a guy that doesn't have a car. It's it's all different circumstances and stuff. But what I'm saying is that you have to know who you're targeting, who you're with, right? Look. You can so that I said it's not about rich or poor, it's about taste. But if you haven't tried something, then how do you know? I mean, before I ever had a picnic here, did I know that I was actually going to enjoy a picnic? Everybody's exposed, everybody sees what they know, and they have an idea of what they will like or not. People, that's why Instagram is not bad in a way if you look at Instagram as aspirational. So, people that look at stuff, oh, that's where I want, they look at pictures at that restaurant, I want to go there. What somebody sees. A picnic i'm like wow i'd love to have a picnic somebody sees a walking on lucky equi link bridge with my dog i'd love to do that why somebody else say mosquito will bite me tire different perspectives you know what? i've seen pictures of of picnics and i've never actually had a oh wow i want to have a picnic type of what's it called they come to jesus i want to have a whatever sha but then I had one. I thought, okay, this isn't actually bad. Like sometimes you have to try, especially in this economy where things are <laughs> difficult. Then you with your small salary, you want to be paying twenty. And you know what? That was what we were trying to tell them because we even wrote it there. We're like, look, we're not saying don't spend money. You have to spend money, obviously. But we're saying sometimes mix it up, try and be creative. But he was trying to say that every time you take a girl out, you should, you have to have a minimum of twenty. You have to spend a minimum of twenty. How bad? It's look, have, go, going out is expensive. You can just know it's cheaper, it's cheaper for you to eat at home than to go out. Like, so going out is expensive. So he, he has a valid point there. See, you cannot escape it. You're gonna have to spend money, and yeah, if, definitely uh, but, you have but, to spend money. You, you can also cannot spend money you do not have, which is my point. If you don't have that money to spend, you can see there are some problems that we complain about. It's just uh, it's not really a problem. It's just that you're broke. It's just that you're broke. It's not really. These are not a uh, big deal. We argue. Oh, this girl on money. I is bigger money. It's not really all of that. Okay, the I truth is just that you're broke. You I don't feel like have you're money. misunderstanding That's what it. I'm saying. If because you have money, all we do is go out to eat. I can guarantee you, I'll, be, I'll get bored at a point. Look, we're carrying the conversation differently. So we're you're talking, trying to tell me that the people who legit like to go out and eat every time. Not, you're, you're turning the conversation to food and eating. What, no, no, because that was what the chat the, was about. The conversation so is I'm, about, put, I'm placing it exactly on what the chat was the about. The conversation is about the expense. It doesn't matter if it's what is whatever they're doing, it's how much it's costing them to do. Is the money out of pocket is the issue. It's not whether it's literally eating food. If and something else they were doing is costing him that same twenty thousand, you will have a problem with it. Is the amount of money it's costing him? That's the issue. How much do you spend? Look, if you want to break, let break to a little deeper, deeper level. A girl that really likes you knows what's going on, knows actually how much you make and um, um how much you you actually can afford to spend, won't let you take her there. 
You know what? There's a certain, there's a certain, ding, ding, there's ding. a certain trick. There's the same thing. You go to a restaurant sometimes with somebody, and you see the person ordering the most expensive thing out of the item, and maybe in your own mind you calculate, okay, if I just take this appetizer right here for two k, this one here for three k, and some plus one five, okay, no, no, why you just see the girl, lobster and lobster and steak? <laughs> Give me the bottle of this. So my point, the point I'm trying to make here is that. If you go to another level, the girl that really likes you, that that cares, that really understands, you know she what? can even say, "Baby, let's not go out today. Why don't we stay home and do?" I just so, realized she that understands what's going on with you. But if you're dealing with a, oh, let me know you slim mama. If you're dealing with a girl, exactly, who, the ones slim mama who yeah. you are. But if you're dealing with a girl who really doesn't care, who's all about just the, what is it? Let um let enjoyment kill me. Type the way you don't have money for a rent but, to buy out, uh, and she be crying. But, but that's and, and if I'm put and that's really not on her. That's on you because nobody's forcing you to spend that money. But here's the thing. I feel like I just realized that I don't think I've been explaining what my point properly. All right. So let me bring it back. Uh, bring it back. We were on the group saying what we liked. Do you get what I'm saying? And like what you could also do. I remember like one of the other girls was like, oh, she sat out in her car for an hour and just just stayed with her boyfriend and she was fine right okay somebody else said she had gone to picnicers anonymous i was like i remember i said oh i've gone to picnicers anonymous too and i'm like even apart from picnicers anonymous i've gone to a picnic before right right this guy was telling us that we were lying do you get what, i don't know if you get where i'm coming from I now understand. he was pretty much saying that we're full of shit so we're saying that we've not because i remember he specifically wrote do you know what's even penning me about this ld girl she's the first person that if somebody says that let's go for a picnic she'd be like what kind of rubbish is that so he was telling me that i did not know what i was saying See, meaning that as far as he's concerned he had okay so like you said there's a generalization right, right. but you could hear us individually telling you what we liked the kind of things that we like to do and we were telling the guys like these are things you could try if you don't have like all that money to spend right so it's fine if you say you have spent 20k but how dare you now try and tell me that that's not what i like or that's not. i remember somebody else in the group wrote look here if you're trying to toast the audition i should have told you what she likes so if you go and bring out 20k i think that you're going to take her here and she's going to be all jumpy all over you you've missed road do you understand what i'm saying so that's my problem that people are telling you what they like but because of your preconceived see yes see this is another thing too if you are within a certain circle that's my point i'm at that point if you are within a certain circle you're dating a certain kind of girls or certain kind of girls obviously sometimes they're cut off to the other stuff right because you're in a certain clique or a certain um world where this is where everybody does or this is their reality so when somebody else from the outside says you know over here i don't think that way i actually prefer something else the person might not believe it because it's outside their reality they don't know better i remember somebody was arguing oh um the, Nigerian girlfriends, this one they, they never buy me anything. So some girl like I don't know who you're dating. I buy, I buy. I think you said so. I buy my boyfriend good gifts. I maybe you should go upgrade yourself and, yeah, and marry. Maybe go upgrade yourself and date yeah. uh, correct whatever it is. So sometimes you can be in a world of that's uh, fine. But mama Nigerian honey is where you, you think that is every girl and you don't know that there's others that way. Um, you know what? That like alternative dates. And to be honest with you, sometimes the picnic can be expensive actually. Yeah, exactly. And you know what? That's fine. But if someone is telling you what they like, I don't think it is your right to tell them they don't like what they like. 
I know when the guy realized that I was being serious, he now tried to flip it and say, eh, picnics are for like when he's getting closer to marriage. I'm like, dude, like, can you do you understand what I'm saying? Like, get your shit together and stop trying to tell me like what it is that I like or what it is that these other girls like. It's fine if that's not your reality. So that's like me telling you I like the color blue. And you tell me no. You like black. Yeah, that's fine. That's not nobody we don't have nobody nobody in the past knows who the guy is, so whatever. Yeah, so, so anyway, so I think one thing that we should do, I think we have a podcast on it. We'll talk about like all the different restaurants in Lagos, VI and how much it costs to go there and where it'll be nice to take a date or whatever it is. So as I said, there's nothing wrong with going out to a nice place every once in a while. If you are doing it every weekend and you don't have the money for it, that's a problem. You cannot have, I repeat it, you cannot have champagne taste with a beer budget. You know, cut your coat according to your size. If you're dating a girl who that's her expectations and you can't meet it, maybe you're with the wrong person, you know. And it's not, and to be honest, there's nothing wrong with her. You guys are just, you're just not there yet. You know, find somebody that likes what you like, you know. If you're with somebody and, you know, all you guys can do and have a good time is to sit in front of your guys' door and you guys can just for hours and hours and hours, you know, licking, eating gala and drinking coke. There's nothing wrong with that. It's about having a connection, right? It's about having a good time. It's about laughing, you know. So, uh, I'm not going to lie to you. Money makes things better. You know, it can enhance the experience. You can get the experiences, but uh, you can still have fun on a budget. You can definitely have fun on a budget. I'm just going to say that. Over. Have you guys noticed how people who don't seem to have a lot seem very happy sometimes? I remember <laughs> there was this gitman. There was a gitman that I, I overheard a conversation that he had. And he said, as long as I buy my girlfriend, let's say Tom Tom she's happy she's excited right right for him it was the smallest thing so i remember there was a time when i had this conversation with my brother i'm like it's it's funny how for some people like the smallest things are the things that bring this biggest smile you know so yeah money makes everything better but unfortunately what if you're dating someone who is more about sentiments as opposed to money being spent on so what i'll just say is know the person you're dating like know the person you're with don't try to get an IG or slay mama just because you want to be like, I'm dating a slay mama. You know, that kind yeah, of thing. There's nothing like, wrong with the slay mama. Like I said, there, there's some slay mamas who are smart, who are doing their own thing, you know. Yeah. I feel like it just, we've just managed to make the slay mama term bad. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. I feel like people have managed to make it bad, but it's not necessarily a bad thing to be a slay mama. But yeah, let us know what you think. Do you think that dating is expensive? Or yes, do you think is. you can mix it up? Why can't you get creative and paint the house with your boo? Whatever it is, um, just let us no know. No money, you're going to use the buy paint. Please, you can buy cheap paint. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Anyway, anyway, it anyway, like, makes sense anyway. If you have to, you're moving to a new house, uh, you have to paint you. You're not going to pay, pay. Yeah. But I wear slacks. Yeah. Get the rollers and yeah. paint the wall. Yeah, but um, It will help people bond too. Yeah, unless the girl tells you your mates are using enjoyment to kill their girlfriends. I hear you are. Using, uh, I'm giving it to you for paint. For paint yeah, I feel like paint, people, people will go and date somebody that is a troublemaker. They will not be feeling somehow when she's now insulting them. Now you carry your leg good there now. But yeah, like you said, just let us know. And let us know what you think about the I just got back people. We know that they are annoying, but have you met, like, for in your case, have most of them been annoying or have they been okay? Yeah, what's your experience? What, what, what has been your experience? What's your take on it? 
you know, are they, you know, uh, is the writer right? Most are the most of them stuck up and just devoid of what reality is, or you know, they are just like everybody else, and it's just part of their life experience, and that's just it. You tend to bond a group with people that have common experiences with you. So yeah, let us know what you think. Please comment, comment on Instagram, tweet at us. You know, comment on SoundCloud. We're a good bad gang on SoundCloud. Good bad gang on Instagram. Good bad gang on Twitter. Good bad gang on Facebook. So you know, you can follow us everywhere. Write what you think. Get the conversation going. We see some of your comments, but it'll be really great if you actually wrote it on social media. And don't forget to spread good vibes. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If your girl a look good and she never boring Then you know that a really good vibe And she cook your good food and she always caring Then you know that a really good vibe If your man did a love you real good in a bed Then you know that a really good vibe And him a give you full satisfaction my girl Then you know that